You're listening to Mr. Suave at MrSuave.com. Quiet, numbskulls, I'm broadcasting. If a man's pud need a tug, would this be the place for said tugging? Welcome to 2020 Modcasters. It's my annual look back at some faves from the past year. There are lots of looks back this time of year, so people start doing it, geez, as early as mid-November. I mean, like there isn't another six weeks of albums to be released, right? Sometimes great songs pop out at the end of the year, so anyhow, I like to take mine from here, where I can see the whole year in my rear view mirror, so to speak. Uh, take in all that it was and have time to really review it all one more time. Not only do they start too early, so many year-end reviews are like 50 or 70 best songs of the year. I see tons of these. Give me a break. Might as well not bother if you're going to pick so many. Just give everyone a participation trophy. We're all winners, right? Shit. Millennials. Not everyone's a winner, kids. It's hard work to narrow it down when there's a lot of good stuff out there. And there was a lot of good stuff last year. But not everything can be your favorite. It's my job to sort through the riffraff and give you my expert opinion for what it is. Give you my opinion on what I think was the best of the year. It's tough. It's not easy. And I'm not going to wussy out and just give you a list of 100 tracks long because I didn't take the effort to narrow it down. 
No siree, not me, bub. I got 16 tracks for you. And even that's two more than I normally do in a modcast. And I think that can be too many. But at least it isn't 50. Anyhow, I think those 16 of the best songs from last year. Kicked it off with some serious punk rock from some of the original masters of the genre. That was X. They are back. It's their first new music in about 30 years. Uh, well, not counting a couple of Christmas tracks they did a few years ago. But this one is the real deal. This could have been a bonus track on Los Angeles or Wild Child for sure. The song is Delta 88 Nightmare, and it's a blistering bit of punk rock. Blows through it like they were at the Whiskey A Go-Go or the Cuckoo's Nest. I mean, it's just, you can sense some real, uh, I don't know, aggression that they had been lacking a little maybe over the years as they got older, don't we all? That's a great song. Good way to kick things off. I'm not holding my breath for new music for Max, uh, but it would be cool if they could make it happen. All right, I'm ready to make things happen for you right now. Uh, let's stick with the rockin' beat. He works drunk, I was blind The wakes are right to be kind I was sunk, always late
Hey guys, this is Mike from Vista Blue. You are listening to Mr. Suave's Modcast. Be sure to check out all of his shows at mrsuave.com.
shit just play me the hits like i do right here on this modcast that was jeff palmer late of the great new england rockers the connection been a really good year for those guys <laughs> except in football sorry about the pats guys party's over i guess take it from me i'm a seattle fan i know the feeling anyhow as i was saying damn good year for the members of the connection with not one but two fucking fans solo releases that last one was Jeff Palmer Connections lead guitarist with all the hits from his solo record since uh, I don't know 2011 or so I think he's been the lead guitarist for the Connection arguably one of the best power pop bands of the past decade right before that you heard his connection mate Brad Marino band's lead singer he ventured out on his own this year and uh, dropped the album Extra Credit, a real one-man production since he plays all the instruments and sings himself. That track is What Comes Naturally. Should have been a huge chart-topping hit in any world that mattered. Marino's first single, Come On, Come On, Come On, was a breakout hit, so to speak, for him early in the year. Uh, both of those off a great album, Extra Credit, it's a power pop banger. The whole album has a sort of Ramones quality to it. That's punk, to be sure, but the lyrics have 
I don't know, the innocent pop sensibility that Joey and company so easily pulled off with such aggression. Marino does the same. His whole album has a sort of feel that, well, that's why they have the saying, right? This makes for a feel-good album about girls, cars, records, girls. You know, the good title of it. In the song here, Marino is doing what comes naturally, which is writing a great pop tune. The whole album is chock full of them. Before that were some other power pop veterans. That was the Lolas with their first new material in over a decade. That track was We Think the Crime off the band's latest album, a dozen or so tapestries. Though it's the kind of power pop, really, that could have sprung right off of a 3 o'clock album back in the day. Music is light, hooky power pop goodness, lots of jangling Rickenbackers, but also some crunchier guitars and psychedelic overtones, as well as lots of moments of Ramon-style bopping. I've loved pretty much everything the Lolas have ever done, and this is right in that wheelhouse. It's good to hear them come back with another power pop rocker of an album. Just before that was the Recalls. The band dropped their sophomore album, Feedback, last year. Well, I liked their debut a few years ago. This one is, uh, I don't know, it's so much more full in its sound that I quite prefer it. It drips with reverb. And, well, it has sort of a snarly, swaggering attitude. The vocals themselves aren't screeching, more in the vein of something classic like the Standells. The track here, Tears of Love, has that very 60s garage rock sort of feel to it. It's got one of the catchiest chorus riffs. Uh, it has sort of a nice rough edges feel, but it's still very professionally tight and polished. And right ahead of that was one that I have been waiting for for a long time. That's the debut long player from Portland's own RAF mod band. RAF's had a few singles and a couple of EPs past seven or eight years or so, and each is an excellent mix of kind of that seminal mod sound, has hints of, you know, 60s R&B, punk, garage rock, all mixed together in a driving power pop sound. Now, they have come out and released Split Town on Time for Action Records, and it is just fantastic. First track to last, it hardly lets up with a breakneck pace. Um, the slow songs are pretty upbeat themselves, barely give you a chance to catch your breath. It's perfect for working out too. In fact, I've been listening to it a lot while doing work on the elliptical. Not that you can tell necessarily by looking at my gut, but I digress. They teased the release last year with a, a couple of singles, Zombie Girl and Want You To Know which itself is a swirling rocker that uh, I can actually see that becoming a signature live show moment for them. want you to know it's a great song. But I didn't play that one. I played another great song. The song I played here is uh, it's no less sharp. Little Generals. It's just two and a half minutes. It's got that sort of anthemic feel that you just know people will be pogoing to on the dance floor even as they chant along with its you know, staccato lyrics. RAF Split Town comes highly recommended and does not disappoint. Way up top there was I Don't Want to Get Wise, a couple of guys famous for wanting to die before they got old. That's right, The Who, 
earned last year with their self-titled album that, well, in my opinion, that is probably their best since the mid-70s. There are several standout tracks on the album. There are a couple of unreleased oldies they've pulled out and polished up. Those are pretty good. Overall, it's a very good album. Is it one of the best albums of the past decade, though? Maybe not. But hell, when I'm 75, I hope I can at least get to the bathroom by myself. These guys, Pete and Roger, they're riding and playing like young men. Albeit apparently never in the same studio together. They, uh, they don't even meet up in person to put that album together. Doing it all. It's like two solo albums that are just insane. That's pretty amazing. Modern Marvel's making music. Alright, as always, I've posted the uh, full playlist over on the Modcast homepage at MrSwab.com. Don't forget to spell out the Mr. You can follow me on Facebook. I post regularly there between shows. Facebook.com slash World or just search for Mr. Swab. Alright, going to cleanse your palate a bit here. Don't touch that dial.
Love makes you blind, I hope to find who I believe in Get back in line, I can't deny myself, show me the feeling Oh, you got me wrong, if you don't belong, live in the trouble Don't hesitate Time heals the pain, you ain't the problem I live the lie, love is the crime, it's you I believe in No need to blame myself, no need to die, I'm only human I'm done, you got to put me on, I know what you come along Don't hesitate Time heals the pain, you ain't the problem You are the one, do all the talking You got me wrong, I caught you falling I hear you calling, don't hesitate Time heals the pain You ain't the problem I live the dream, I hope to be who I believe in I used to hate myself You got the key, break out the prison Oh, I hope to never see time passing Don't hesitate
want some martini? Welcome back to the Modcast. I'm just taking a short stroll down Nostalgia Lane, throwing out a few of the songs that really clicked with me last year. From the uh, modish power pop I opened the show to, I moved on to a short set of more soulful songs. That last one there was from the one and only P.P. Arnold, who returned with a brand new solo album last year. Yes, you heard me right, P.P. Arnold. Yes, that P.P. Arnold, famous for being an iCat. Her songs, The First Cut is the Deepest, Danger of the Morning, her work with Small Faces, and so on. Great. Well, P.P. Arnold has released her first new material in 50 years. Her last was in 1968. So it's been a while. Not that she's been dormant. She's done a lot of background vocal work. You know, she's worked with lots of big stars over the years, but... This new album is all hers. There was some stuff released a few years ago, but that had actually been recorded in the late 60s. Uh, it was sort of just uh, brought back up and, and re-released. Uh, some cool stuff. She worked with some great people, including Eric Clapton and others, but this is all new material, uh, and it's all hers, and it's really nice to see somebody come back after not having released things for a long time, even though she was working, and uh, kind of nail the landing, right? That track right there was Baby Blue, and it's uh, it's delicious, very lush and melodic. Nice bit of soul with a sort of Burt Backrack feel to the arrangement. The whole album is pretty good, I'm sure you dig it. P.P. Arnold's New Adventures. Talk about changing gears. Uh, it's like I was grinding gears with this little set. Uh, it's a little different, but these are great songs. Just before P.P. Arnold, I played uh, that jazz man, Michael Kiwanuka. He changed vehicles for us. Uh, that was You Ain't the Problem. It's kind of full-on culture swipe about identity politics. Uh, apropos for kicking off what is undoubtedly his greatest album thus far. This is his third album. It is self-titled just Kiwanuka. Well, that's important because that's a serious kick in the balls to his label execs, trying to force him to change his name to something quote-unquote more pronounceable. That incident looms large for Kimonuka, and he follows up even more directly with another standout song on the album called Hero, where he declares, I won't change my name, no matter what they call me. Well, that's pretty intense, and even that isn't the most intense on the whole album. That comes later in a kind of... Well, it's a one-two punch like nothing you've ever heard or felt on an album. Two songs, Another Human Being, which really is just an intro to Living in Denial. Another Human Being starts out soft and angelic. It's got all these smooth harps. Then is jolted by a fade into a sort of sci-fi sonic vibration, and a newscaster comes on saying, and for the first time, the community was confronted with Negroes in places they have never been. It sounds kind of ominous and, and otherworldly. Uh, it's crazy. And then that just very quickly eases into 
this sort of Bill Withers-esque bit of la-la-la soul. It's smooth, it's easy, eh, kind of moody too. Um, interesting that it's both a civil rights song and also a personal song about Kiwanika himself dealing with his own issues and devils over the past few years. It's tight, tense, and um, yet it just has this really soothing feel to it after having been set up by another human being. And the uh, two of them nestled in this album full of soul tracks and jazz songs. Kiwanika, uh, great album. Throughout it all, he kind of draws from the past to help navigate the present, I guess you'd say, uh, musically and lyrically. Uh, musically, it's a uh, it's very well-produced, careful mix of soulful hooks. It's even got some 60s psychedelic guitars, kind of jazzy, Afrobeat, world beat sort of feel to some of it. Kiwanuka has often uh, said that Jimi Hendrix Bill Withers and Otis Redding, among others, are his biggest kind of inspiration. So it's no surprise it sounds this way. Those are his influences, and musically, it shows. Just a really great album that I can't recommend any more strongly. Definitely one you'll want to check out if you haven't already. Getting that short set started was friend of the modcast, Andre M., who released Tearing Loose which I believe is his second full-length album of Hammond jazz. Andre's sound is very mod jazz. It's Hammond organ-centered. There's great funky bass alongside. Uh, if you like early James Taylor quartet or classic stuff like Booker T and Jimmy Smith, then you are going to dig this album. In fact, you'll dig everything he's done. That track there was Show and Tell. as that cool, almost done. It's a movie-like beginning where it's just warming up and then the bottom sort of drops out and it gets all sorts of funky. The whole thing gives it a sort of 70s exploitation vibe. Uh, just great bit of soul and funk nestled around this whole Hammond organ and its great bass line. Uh, and I enjoyed that one. I could have picked any song off that album and uh, would have fit right in here because uh, I love playing that in the background stuff. Uh, it's just really cool. Andre M. Tearing Loose. Alright, 2019 was a pretty good year as you can tell. I mean, there are tons of bands I didn't even include here that I could. I tried to pick out the songs that really impacted me, so I hope you're digging this. If so, keep your ears tuned for a look back at the best albums of the 2010s. That's right, I'm doing a decade retrospective, and uh, joining me will be Mary, Queen of Cosmos, to look at the, some of the uh, the very best albums of the last 10 years. No solid release date for that yet, but sometime soon. Keep an eye on MrSwab.com. Follow me on Facebook. Other way, those are the best places to get the first hint of new modcasts. Because I'm a pogoer at heart, I'm going to get back to the power pop side of things. This is Bleached, right here on Mr. Swab's Mod Pod World.
close to you But now it looks like I'm getting too close to you My mom tries to catch me But I know all the back streets There's a look that you give me a switch And my filter melts and the words just slip Don't know what I'm saying But I know I'm not playing You're gonna fall but I'll catch you You're gonna fall but I'll catch you You're gonna fall but I'll catch you
Okay, I hope you're enjoying the songs on this modcast. These are some of my favorites from last year. That last one was a band I just discovered this past year, even though they've been around a while. They have a nice, fun sound, full of pop with a definite echo of New Wave. That's Skinny Lister with My Distraction. Skinny Lister describes themselves as a folk band, but that doesn't sound much like folk music to me. I did uh, earlier this year go check out some of their older stuff, and it does have a bit of a folk vibe to some of it. Kind of reminded me of the Pogues or sometimes the House Martins. You check out one of their videos I've got up on MrSwab.com. For that was the great LA power pop band The Regrets with I Dare You. Uh, mostly all-girl band to have a boy drummer. Fronted by Lydia Knight, who is definitely a new wave of Riot Girl. Uh, barely 21 years old. I mean, wow. Just wow, right? That comes off the Regrets sophomore release. And just ahead of them was Seattle's indie pop darlings, Taco Cat. They are veterans of the Seattle punk scene, uh, but kind of have matured into one of the best bands, not just in the Northwest, but now all across the country, really. And while they're still a punk band, their sharp edges have been honed down a bit on the new album, This Mess is a Place. And even if it's not quite as rough as they used to be, it still rocks hard. Before that, I played the bubblegum punk of the Pale Lips. That track was You're a Doll. It's off their sophomore album After Dark on Alien Snatch Records. And way up top, kicking things off was the very new wavy, very cool Bleached. That track just screams 1980s to me. Sounding at times like Blondie and other times like the B-52s. Great song, That's Hard to Kill. Just one of the standout tracks on Bleached third album, Don't You Think You've Had It Enough. Check that one out. Alright, alright, alright. It is time to wind up this look back at 2019 and uh, turn around and start moving forward into 2020. I have a feeling 2020 could be an even better year for new music. I'm going to leave you with something new that sounds a little bit like something old. It comes from one of the greats of the ska world. Sadly, early last year, ranking Roger, famed for his years, of course, with the original English beat lineup and general public. Uh, yeah, he succumbed to cancer early in the year. Uh, sad in so many ways, but yeah, one is because he really wasn't that old. He had a lot of music left in him, I'm sure. His passing came right on the heels, and I do mean right on the heels of release, brand new album by The Beat with Ranking Roger. The album is public confidential and is really good. Uh, Great mix of ska and reggae. Roger's voice is spot on, and I think that had he survived, he would have been riding pretty high on that return train. Kind of the way the specials did a couple of years ago. Anyhow, it didn't happen that way. Rest in peace ranking Roger. Here he is with the very sharp, who's that looking? I'm Mr. Suave. Thanks for listening.
Que malo 